promised is faithful that even though it might look like your journey is slow even though it might look like you are delayed even though it might look like nobody cares i want you to know for a fact that god is in you and with you that in due time at the right moment the Lord will come true for you. His power will be manifested upon your life. Even though it seems like time is tearing or is taking longer than it's supposed, be rest assured, the Lord is with you. You will break through. You will succeed. You'll become strong. And you will be called the mighty one in the land. The Lord's hand is upon your life. If we were able to see the hand of God in Kabbalah Tari, definitely we'll see it many times more. There is a story that is told that those who have done a thing once, they have the potential to do it again. So if you bought a car, you are going to buy more cars. If you have a house, you will have more houses. So every time, whatever that is given to you, you have a certificate a diploma, a degree, a master's, doctorate, you can do it again and again. That's, this is the principle that enables, that empowers, that moves us forward to be able to do more in life. So Emmanuel Christian Church, I see many more churches built in the name of Jesus. I see you excel. I see you break through. I see you mounting up high. Excelling in the work of the Lord. I see more pastors coming. I see more young men and young women. Rising and taking their rightful place. I see the financiers of the kingdom. Those who will say my work is to build the house of God. My work is to finance. That the gospel may move further and far. I see great men and great women who are saying, send me. I am ready. I'm hearing the voice of God to go to far lands to preach the gospel without compromise. I am willing to lay down my life to die for Jesus. I'm willing to sacrifice and give all that I have that the name of the Lord may be made known. When we started the buildings, it was in pain. It was a struggle. It was a difficult situation. We looked at ourselves. COVID-19 closed churches and we were renting in some places. And I remember when the decision was made to say we are moving. We are starting with mid-rent. And we give thanks. We started with mid-rent. I've heard some men of God <laughs> saying to us, you are rich. You have money. Yeah, it's because you have no faith. It's because you don't believe in the Holy Spirit. It's because you don't believe in the God who provides. The all-sufficient one. You are depending on your strength. On your abilities. He said, come and buy without money. But I know you will not believe it. Because you believe the system of the world. That you must have money to do things. Let me tell you. God carried us through. People remained faithful. And we established mid-rent. And we celebrated last year. We, we dedicated the 
place and we are looking forward to building a sanctuary for God and I believe the church is well able to do that the energy I told you a story many years ago somebody came to our Arcadia campus our church is children full of students the person was very excited says your church is full there are so many people I don't know what happened suddenly the person changed and said anyway it's full of children what can children do that is a mindset of a fallen mind people the bible says Psalm chapter 8. Out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, I've ordained strength. We have seen strength coming out of children. I want you to have faith that God will carry you through. Your beginning might be small, but your end will be great. I said your beginning might be small, but your end will be great. Never believe every word of Satan. There are circumstances that are opposing us. There are situations that have become impossible. But I want you to have faith that our God is well able to push us through. As one friend of mine said, God is a gandaganda. He moves all mountains. Whatever obstacle, God will push it back. And I want you to have faith that even though it seems there is no light, the Bible says, the entrance of his word brings light and understanding. I want to say to you, stay there. Stay in the word. Be found in him. Stay in his presence. And you will see mighty and greater works. God will do much more than what a man can do. We look at our own strength. We look at our own ability. If we look at ourselves, we will fail to do the work of God. But the word teaches us in the book of Zechariah, it's not by mind, nor by power. Power, but it is by my spirit. The Holy Spirit is here. The power of God is here. Allow yourself to be used of God. And if you open your heart, God will do tremendous works. You will experience His grace. You will experience His power. You will experience all the good things that are hidden in Him. I want you to have faith that the Lord who promised is faithful. When we finish with Bitrain, Suddenly, an opportunity opened that we might be in a place to build. And I remember I was inside my car. I had my cell phone. And uh, I was purchasing our steel structure. It was an auction. And I said, oh, let's just try. We don't have money. And so I put whatever amount there. And I said, we'll see if anyone will beat. And guess what? Nobody beat. And so all the structures. I was taking a chance. I only wanted one. For mid-rent. But by the end of the day, I got a call. All the three structures are yours. Now the two other structures have been built. They are complete. I can officially say with Kabbalah Mount Horeb campus that we are on 95%. 
There are still things to be done, but they will get done. With your faithfulness, as you have remained true to the call of God, don't waver. Don't let go. The Bible says, in the morning, sow your seed. In the evening, do not withhold your hand. You have to understand the principle. Giving is not once. It's multiple. Your ability to move forward. The Bible says there is one that have, but he keeps unjustly. And there is one who gives generously, but he never lacks anything. So I want to encourage you today that the fact that the building is standing, we still have to set up mid-range. And we have many other campuses. We have the north. We have Pelindaba. We have the east. That still need to be built. And many other new churches that are supposed to come in Oliven, in Mamilodi, in Deep Sloot, and across our city, you have to understand the work never stops. We continue to pursue to the end. So I want to challenge you that when we started the building, I just said to myself, we will see how far. I use this word. It's not good to grow without a father. Take it from me. If you are a pastor, and you have no father. I feel for you. Your movement could be further and far if you had a father. And sometimes, in many ways, I look at my life, the life of the Emmanuel Christian Church, how far God has taken us, the grace and the wisdom that has come because of father in our life. Somebody will say to you, don't do it that way. I've done it. It will not work. I've, I've said this before. I've watched consistently people who are unable to take instruction. And many times when you go down into it, you realize that they didn't grow under a, a hand of a father. Somebody will tell them sit down. And then they have to sit and wait to be instructed again. Now you can stand. Many people have a mindset I want to prove to you. They have a prodigal mindset. A prodigal lifestyle. Whatever they do, they want to prove a point that says about They are there. They have arrived. You have to understand that without a father, your chances get reduced tremendously. And I look back into the life of our church. There are many men and women of God who have really helped us tremendously. And we are indebted permanently to them. The great work they have done. I could start many years past. Manete uh, Chaba, the evangelist. May her soul rest in peace. She fathered us. She created a space for us to do the work of God. She will come every time to bless us, to encourage us. No, nothing has to be given. She was just loving the church, loving the work of the ministry. I want to give thanks to the Lord for the great and outstanding, powerful work that has been done. And I think our fathers is very clear. Apostle Wanga Mahale, Apostle Kenneth Makopo, and Bishop Mabale, they have helped us greatly. Above all, Bishop Doug, he has done tremendously. I, I always say, my, my meeting him has changed the life of our church. And it will be wrong to forget Pastor Caesar, the principle 
of church growth, the maturing of believers, to, to not have a father is a disadvantage. I want to say to the church, we are indebted permanently to this man of God who are in our life to guide us, to direct us. And if you are going to be a great shepherd, you have to be humble. If you are going to be a great pastor, you have to be humble. You have to learn to listen. You have to learn to wait. You have to learn to be guided and directed so that your way, it might look slow, but it's the most powerful way because you will achieve much more in a short space of time. I many times listen when people are talking, I realize they are self-made men. Fortunately for us, we acknowledge we are not self-made. So as we celebrate church growth, we have seen it consistently. The Lord has given us grace and above all, faithful people, men and women who have remained steadfast to guide us and for them to be guided by the word of God. We have sons and daughters in the house of God, men of renown, those who have taken it upon their, their, their life to make sure that as the Lord speaks, they fulfill every prophetic word. And today I want to say to you, the Lord be with you. The Lord bless you. But I want to challenge you. Remain close to him. God said to Moses in the book of Deuteronomy, uh, Exodus 33, verse 21. He says, here is a place by me and you shall stand on the rock. Here is a place by me and you shall stand on the rock. I want to challenge us as we get deeper into uh, church growth. There is a place by God. As a leader, a shepherd, a ministry minister, a pastor, you have to know, you can't minister to the people unless you have ministered to the Lord. Yesterday, when we gave a commission to our pastors in Kabbalatani, we said the number one call is to minister unto the Lord. Many people make the mistake. It's not the crowds that we minister to. We minister to the Lord. And in the process of ministering to the Lord, we can minister to the people. What is it that you are going to give. You give only what you have. And the more you spend time with the Lord, you have more to give to the people. And so to all of our leaders, I want to challenge you this morning that let's stay in the presence of the Lord. Let's stay in the word. In the book of uh, Acts chapter 7, Peter writes, he says, we will give ourselves to the word and to prayer. It is the work of the ministry minister, the work of the pastor, the work of a shepherd to stay in the word and in prayer. You have to intentionally put time to say this is the time, this is the amount of time I'm putting into prayer. Not this bread prayers, two minutes prayer, praying in the car, all of those are good, but it is better to set time, to shut down, switch everything, put your phone on flight mode, don't allow any interference, stay in the presence, pray together with the Lord, stay in his presence, that's why we say, the work of a minister, the work of a shepherd, the work of a Christian, is not to come to church and hear the word being preached to them, when you come to church, is to commune together with other believers, 
but you contribute the presence of the Lord that you carry in your own life. So a great leader, a great shepherd is the one who spends time in the presence of the Lord. When you come out, it's fresh weight. Fresh. Everybody licks on you. They come out and they envy. They say, I want to be like you. I want God to use me. I want the grace of God to be upon my life. But when you don't spend time, you are going to come with human wisdom. You are going to tell the people, this is what you should do. This is what you should do. You become a society. They will just sing songs for the sake of singing songs. Uh, we just pick up a verse for the sake of singing. When the Holy Spirit is present, we know. And when the Holy Spirit is not there, we know. I want to challenge our leaders. You have to spend time. The Lord said to Moses, there is a place by me. He says, come. Stay on the rock. My grace will be with you. I will direct your course. So as we spoke to Kabbalah, the pastors in Horeb, uh, Mount Horeb, I want to remind them and to remind us the number one calling of every Christian it's not to do the many things it's to be with the Lord I've said to couples that are getting married never made the mistake most people who are married they make the mistake before they get married they are together you see them consistently after they get married they become opposition party the other one is the main party the other one is the opposing party you say let us eat bread the other one says I want pap when you say I'm cooking pap Says today I want bread. So they are always fighting for nothing. They will be fighting for car, fighting for a house. And I say many times, you miss the point. You wanted the presence of this person in your life. That's the reason why you married. If, if there is a house, praise the Lord. If there is a car, praise the Lord. But those things are not marriage. They don't even make marriage. So you have to be happy. When you get married, you want the presence of the person you are marrying. I am born again. I want the presence of the Lord upon my life. How can you say you are the servant of the Lord, yet you do not spend time with him? You don't open the scriptures. You don't read the word. You don't pray. What are you going to give to the people? You will be empty. It's not surprising. The people you are leading, they are complaining. Sometimes you need to take yourself and say we are going to pray. Uh, this time, we are coming to my, my house. It's not one hour, 30 minutes of self. No, 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 no. We are going to spend time in prayer until we finish. Now, if you have prepared yourself, you will flow. If you have not prepared yourself, it will be a struggle. But a great leader will consistently take the leaders. Let's pray. And there are leaders who, are, who don't come. I, I know, I always call meetings. Say to the leaders, come. They are pastors. They will always be late. They will always want to live early. Their issues are the important ones. And sometimes you don't get shocked that they don't go very far. Their comparison is only limited to human understanding. You have as a leader to create that space. Acts chapter 7. 
it gives us a very clear picture. Peter said, we will devote ourselves to the reading of the word and to prayer. The, the church was growing, but they understood one thing. The work of the minister is to minister to the Lord. The work of the minister is to give life to the people. They were not overtaken by the crowds. The, let me read it for you. It says, then the... the Sorry, Acts chapter 7. Praise the Lord. Did I read well? Acts chapter 6, sorry. The Bible says, in those days, when the number of the disciples was multiplying, there arose a complaint by the Hebrews, the Hellenists, uh, by the Hellenists, uh, the Greeks, because their their widows were neglected in the daily distribution. Listen, as the church grows, there are many needs that arise. And the church was growing. And Peter realized this is much work. And he, he called for a meeting. He says, we will give ourselves. He says, verse 4. He says, but we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the way. You can't be a great shepherd. You can't be a great Christian. And you are not given to the way. You'll be empty. When you read the book of First uh, Corinthians chapter 13, it says, if, if, if you don't have love, it says, even if you have prophecies, the Bible says they will pass away. You have to stay in his presence. You there's no way we will move with the speed that is needed if we are not fueled. Prayer is like petrol in the car. We are being fueled. Convictions come through prayer, through the reading of the word, sitting in the feet of Jesus, listening to the scriptures, going again and again on the message, listening, allowing your spirit to expand, to be able to carry the burden and be able to move forward. Now, when you are not like Peter, listen to what was the complaint. Says, then the twelve summoned the multitude of the disciples and said to them, it's not desirable that we should leave the word of God and serve tables. Some of you are happy to serve tables. I told you. To sing in the church. It's nice. It's serving tables. But it's not the work. We can do without. Because praise is not singing. It's thanksgiving. You get it? So I expect all the singers, you sing very well, very powerful. But can you imagine if you had a cell? If you were singing in the cell, all the neighborhood will come. And say, we heard a voice, the voice of the Lord. Somebody sang, it sounded like an angel. But you are fighting for the mic. I want to be the one leading. Oh my God. They missed the point. Ashering. The same. You look at yourself. I want to be a great Asha. It's powerful. But you can be an Asha and recruit the people to start the branch, to grow the work of God. They say, oh, there's somebody who have the hand of God. When I met this man, when I met this woman, the way they spoke to me, the way they touched my life, I always have a testimony about uh, our AP Zandi. Many years ago, uh, somebody came to our church our sister. And when she arrived, guess what? 
She greeted the person. And the person introduced herself. She said, my name is Bongi. She says, oh, Bongi, welcome to our church. We had an evening service. Sister Bongi went back home. In the evening, she came back. When she came back, Sister Zandi, then A.P. Zandi, was at the door. I said, oh, welcome back, Sister Bongi. Oh, it's good to see you again. When I heard the testimony, I said, what makes you to come? What makes you to stay? It's because somebody had an angelic touch. Somebody ministered to somebody without even being aware I'm ministering to somebody else. What a great ministry. When you are in prayer, you will meet the needs of the people. That's why Peter said, we will not give ourselves only. The tables are necessary. Hospitality. That's why here Peter is saying, let others do the hospitality. Let us stay in the presence. The question is, how long can you pray? How far as a minister of the gospel can you read the words? I always say to people, you must you must have a day where you tell yourself, I'm going to read. But you don't read the whole Bible. In my early days, I used to make a mistake to think, I must every time read the Bible once a year. I've read the Bible once a year. Sometimes I've read it twice. And in one time, I pushed to read it in three months. I tell you, sometimes I was reading not understanding. It was just a goal. 40 chapters every day. Pushing. And when you finish, I ask myself, what did I learn? Very little. Today I say to you, reading the word is not reading many chapters and many verses. It's staying in one. If it's a verse that is open for your soul, you just stay there. You quote the verse. You pray over the verse. You pray that, that chapter. You bring yourself before the Lord. You read it louder so that you can hear it again. You sleep on it. You listen to it. In my early days, I think you feel it. In my early days, I used to have a recorder, you know, Hawkman. I will pray and I will tape myself and I will listen when I finish. And I will feel like, let me go again. And I will pray and pray and pray until you overflow. You can feel I'm in his presence. Even when you come, you can feel the power of God is here. When signs and wonders happen, it's not by mistake. It's not by chance. It's because you are in the presence of the Lord. And how do you come into the presence? By reading. You stay in that verse. A great leader is the one that is saturated, full, ready, because you stayed in his presence. And the anointing is contagious. The anointing. It's contagious. Bishop Dak said to us, and he says it a lot, what you see, you will see. Yes, he says what you see, you will see. So when we built three churches in six months, I was just laughing. I say, I'm seeing it. And it's not with money. This thing can be done. Just start. Never stop. You will see the hand of God. And so I want to challenge all of our leaders. Peter said, we, we are devoting ourselves. He says we will give ourselves continually to prayer. Not this prayer of five minutes. You can even listen to people when they pray for food. 
kindergarten prayer. You know kindergarten? You know kindergarten? For the food we are about to receive. We thank you, O oh Lord. Or oh, they like blessing their mother. Lord, thank you for the food and the person who prepared the food. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's like their mother says, if you don't think, I'm not going to cook. <laughs> Listen. The impact of the anointing will be seen when you pray. Don't forget, you can only grow people like you. You can only grow people like you or even better. That's why Jesus was saying, the Jews, when they win a soul, they make the person twice the devil. In other words, they are very good and strong disciple makers. If you meet, if they, they, they convert you, not being a Jew, they will teach you Hebrew, the teachings of Moses, to recite the whole book until you know everything. They will teach you to pray. If you go to Jerusalem and you go to the Wailing Wall, you will find this man praying there. They will be tottering. They will be shaking. Because you can't pray before the Lord. Not shaking. So when they stand there before the wall, everybody, they are shaking, trembling. They say, oh Lord, you are mighty. They write petitions, small petitions, and they put them in the cracks of the wall. To say, this is where your presence is. Should I forget? Lord, here is my petition. What about you? But you, when? the chips. You will be with friends until you are exhausted and finished. And that is then when you get home, you can't even do anything. You just fall asleep. Let me teach you a principle of prayer. This I learned many years ago. I give thanks to Apostle Kenneth. Many years ago, as a young pastor, he came here in Pretoria. We're still in, in Sunnyside, in Esalen. He said to me, Tell me, he, he asked me the question. Tell me, how do you do church? So I told him. He says, that's not church. So he told me. He says, a pastor. The work of the pastor is prayer to pray for the people so that you can minister effectively to them. So he says, you must wake up in the morning and pray for yourself. Pray for the church. The secret of the morning is that it's the best time for every person. When you wake up, your body is refreshed. Unfortunately for most of our people, they never know how to pay themselves. The greatest part to pay yourself is to wake up early in the morning and pray. Or take a day. Yesterday when we, we were coming from the dedication of the church in Akabalatane, I said... I think it's the time to go for another retreat. Yes. Nobody who knows. I always go for a retreat, but you wouldn't know. Yes, I will leave like today, Sunday. I will leave Sunday, Monday morning. Spend my time in the presence. No agenda. No. Bishop said, no, no agenda. You don't give God agenda. God is bigger than you. He should know what you need. He said, is it not your father? Does he not know that you need all these things? Don't bother about any other. Be there to be ministered. Just pray and read the scriptures. Give thanks. Stay with him the whole day. Manage your time. Focus on him and your life. Because you are using the freshness of the morning 
it will work well for you. By the time you meet the people, you have been in the presence. The story of Moses, the Bible says, he went to the mountain 40 days, 40 nights. When he came back, the presence of God was so intense on him that all the people, they hid themselves. They said, we can't look at you. They could see their own sin. And Moses, they asked Moses, please, we can't stand you. Cover yourself. You as a shepherd, can people say that? I can't stand you. I've said to shepherds before, spend your time in prayer. Have a list of all your people and pray for them. Don't pray for yourself. God knows you want to get married. It's not out of his sight. You are not out of his sight. Is that that you are full of yourself? You see, so every time you pray, you are thinking about your education. If I could just pass. No, God knows you need to pass. Yes. You will pass. But he said, Peter said, I will give our, we will give ourselves continually to prayer and to the ministry of the word. You must read the word. The best way to read the word, don't read it quiet like an educated person. Read it loudly like an illiterate. You get it? You read loud. Shout it. All your body must hear it. Not only your mind. All your body must hear it. I will give myself to prayer and the reading of the word. I will give myself to prayer and the reading of the word. The joy, the springs of life will come, will flow. I want to challenge you. The Lord said, here is a place. So we said to the pastors, to the shepherds, your work is the Lord Jesus. Did you hear what I said? You can't be a Christian who comes to church on Sunday. Then you are too weak. You'll be fish and chips for Satan. Why not now repeat and jalonje? You know, you know what is repeat? It's because you have not passed. So we take you back to the same place. After a number of Months or years, you backslide. Then you come again. You repent. You, you do the same. You backslide. This is not it. It can't be. I said it can't be. May the Lord have mercy. Uh, John 15, verse 5. John 15, verse 5. He says, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me. And I in him bears much fruit. For without me, you can do nothing. Without me, you can do nothing. It says, I am the vine. You are the branches. You have to understand that we belong to God. Yesterday I said, when we grew up, we used to put on t-shirts. I belong to Jesus. It was a statement. I belong to Jesus. The ministry, ministry of prayer makes us to understand we can only abide in God. We can only abide in him. He says, I am the vine. You are the branches. He who abides in me, he who stays to abide is to dwell, to stay there. Many of us don't abide. Literally, Sunday is our drinking place. 
then we will come again. And if the same leader gets us, because many of us are agile, we are like fish in the water. Many years ago, we caught fish, and I was naive. We took the hook very close to the river bank. And the fish started to tumble. And I tried to hold the fish with my hand. It was slippery all over. <laughs> and I helped it and it dived back into the tomb. There's some of our members in the church. They are as slippery as fish. Hey! When you call, they look at your phone. Oh, and they say, ah, he's calling again. <laughs> uh, this one. Oh. He thinks my life is church. Hey, I have another life, you know. Oh, Jesus. Oh, you don't know. Listen, I've been there. That's why I was saying. Plant new cells. I don't, have a, I don't have a problem. We have so many churches. I can go anywhere. If you don't want to come to church, I'll go to Pelinda. Yes. If you don't want to come to church, I know Midrand loves me. I'll go to Midrand. If, if Midrand doesn't minister, I go to the east. Oh, I'll just fly to Cape Town. Why not? And Cape Town is even better. Oh, the breeze. The atmosphere. You need to go to Cape Town. Oh, you don't know. Yeah, it's like it's like it's like a refreshing place. Oh, I will go to Europe. I'll go to England. You see, my life has changed. Because the more we plant, the easier the work becomes. So you can't be that's why we usually say to have one cell is hard work. Take it from me. What cell? It's hard work. One church is hard work. You have to expand. Have more. Plant new ones. Take, take new territory. Cast new demons. There are people who have all demons. Same demon. You know, same demon. The demon. The same demon. It's the same, same, same. Le demon loud jola. It's the same demon. Ah, oh, no, hola, Mzelwani, oh, no, hola. He doesn't want to grow. What lapis are you about to nyala? What are you about to nyala? He wants to get married. Who will marry you? No, nobody will marry you. We know in church that we're not. We're Zamel. So we look at you as Ozama. We will love you at the distance, not intimately. Unalidi Kofa, what is it, Kofa? <laughs> you have to understand. Jesus, have mercy. You don't, you don't understand. When, when, when you do the work of God, the work will grow. The work will multiply. The work will increase. It becomes more joyous because the burden is no longer your own. There are many others. Peter said, let others. They said, let us appoint seven other men so that they can minister to the needs of the people. In other words, the work was growing. It was becoming lighter before they were saving tables. Now, as the work grows, they say, next level. There must be deacons now. Deacon Stephen, come and take care of the tables. And when you look at the qualification, man full of the Holy Spirit, 
He was the brother who was praying a lot in the church. They said, this one is in the spirit. He will not discriminate against people. I don't know you are listening. It says abide. To abide is to stay. You have to learn to abide. I've said this to many Christians. It's just unfortunate. People like moving from one church to the other. For many varied reasons. In some instances, maybe it's warranted. But mainly, you are not supposed to move around. It's not a good thing. You won't grow. You see here, we will shout at you. We'll tell you, stop the boyfriend thing. Stop the girlfriend thing. We'll tell you ties. We don't see your ties. All of these are traits and disciplines. We will teach you we are building a church. You need to come and work the ground. We are cleaning. We are doing... We will offend you as you offend us. But you are growing. You learn to forgive. Not this Barcelona who are full of, they go from one church to another because they are offended. They can't forgive. They are no, 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 and they are still children. For them, the offense of 20 years ago is still the offense today. I'm offended. The pastor preached about me. What did you want him to preach? I preach about you so that others don't follow your way. Yes, I preach about you so that you are an example, a bad example, not to be followed. If you feel I'm preaching about you, forgive me. Show maturity. Yes, show maturity. Now I'm strong. I'm mighty. I'm maturing. Not this one forever, if they mention my name. Say, oh, that man. You don't even call me pastor. You call me by my name. Man, Vincent. Don't tell me about Vincent. You are, you are busy going down. It's a sinking sand. You can't come out. There's no movement. We are looking at you. And we can see this one is finished. <laughs> cannot be advice. Cannot receive cancer. They are all in all. May the Lord have mercy. Time is against us as always. We're going to have communion. So I will challenge us to work our way. Let's take one other verse. John chapter 15 verse 4. It says, Abide in me. Abide in me, and I in you. As the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, part of abiding, staying in the presence of the Lord, is the ability to give birth. To abide is to stay intimate, to be close to the Lord. And he says, Abide because when you abide, you will bear much more fruit. Where is your fruit? Where is your fruit? You see, it's good to come to church. I, I feel for us because I have fallen for that trade. To work for many years as a young person. Buy house, buy car. And that was my main, main focus. And later I discovered it's, it's, I'm not going to change. I'm, I'm abandoning this thing. I'm going to focus on the real thing. A house is just an accommodation. A, a place to sleep. 
should not take all my attention. You are my attention. I said you are my attention. A great shepherd. You know the people are your attention. You care for for the people. You put all your effort to help others. You can have a a disciple who's difficult, who doesn't want to abide, who's agile, you you follow the person because they do not know. It's like a child when you feed the child. Toddlers, they don't want to eat. Most of the children you find they are lean. They don't eat. We chase them. We force them to eat. Even though for now they don't understand that is for their sustenance. So as a shepherd, you should have that understanding. Your disciples, you should teach them, abide in me and I in you. Let us fellowship. Let us have an intimate relationship. Let us stay together. He says the branch cannot bear fruit of itself. The branch cannot bear fruit of itself. Campus is bearing fruit because it's attached. Arcadia is the vine. You get it? Mandhorev, Kabalatane. It's a branch. Midrand. It's a branch. It's flourishing because it gets its sap. It gets its life from the main. And so it's sustained and kept. It says, Abide in me. So a good shepherd will tell his disciples, Your best place is to be close. He says, Abide in me. And I in you. And he says, as the branch cannot bear fruit of itself, unless it abides in the vine, neither can you, unless you abide in me. May the Lord bless this reading of his word. Maybe you are here, you have heard about Jesus, but you have never received him as your Lord and Savior. We abide. To receive Jesus is to desire to come into a place of abiding with the Father. To be born again. To be a child of God. To experience the love of staying. Being intimate. I want to pray together with you. The Bible teaches us what will will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and loses his soul. Today, you can receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. You can make right with God. Your sins can be forgiven. It's a choice I had to make and it's a choice you have to make. If you are here, all eyes closed, all of our campuses, those on radio, I want to speak to you. You can make right with God. We are going to pray. If you are here in Acadia, you want to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And in any of our churches, lift up your hand now and we'll pray together. Is there somebody here? Pastor, pray with me. I want to receive Jesus. I want to be born again. I want to be a child of God. Is there somebody else? For all those who lifted their hands, I'm going to challenge you. We are going to pray. I want you to come to prayer with me. I'm going to lead. I'll ask you you to follow. Can you say, Father? Father. The whole church, can you follow me? Can you say, Father? Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. I thank you. I thank you. For this great salvation. For this great salvation. I thank you. I thank for you. the power of the Holy Spirit. The power of the Holy Spirit. Upon my life. Upon my Today, life. Today. 
today. I recognize. I recognize. I am a sinner. I am a sinner. I needed a savior. I needed a Lord, forgive me. Lord, forgive me. All my sins. All my sins. And cleanse me and from, all from all unrighteousness. With my own mouth, with my own mouth I, speak I speak that Christ is Lord. Christ is and Lord. with my own heart, my own heart I, believe I believe that you raised him from the, dead. Him from the dead. I thank you, Father, thank you, Father for, your for your word says, if I speak, if I speak and, I believe, and I believe, I'll be saved. I'll be saved. I receive this salvation, I receive this salvation in Jesus' name. Can you say Morana Jesu? Kaoleboha. Kapoloso. Ekanakana. Ompilenyona. Kamulomo kiabua. Kapeluka dumela. Or Jesu Christ take morena. Kinela bupelobaka. Mohoena. Ntwarele dibitsaka. Ntire ntire nwana wa gago. Kalina lambrena Jesu. Amen.